Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yesterday, we got really optimistic about the Indianapolis Colts and talked about reasons that heading into training camp just three weeks from yesterday, we ought to be optimistic and we ought to think positive thoughts and be very, very hopeful about the Colts, according to Warren Sharp and his new book, which previews the 2023 season. Today, we're going to do it a little bit differently. We're going to look at all the reasons that maybe that six and a half win total is a little bit too high, and we need to adjust our expectations south just a little bit. We'll talk about those things. Talk about Trace Jackson Davis signed a deal that guarantees him two years of salary with the Golden State Warriors. We'll also talk about the Peach Jam, where a bunch of IU recruits are playing right now, and why we shouldn't get too excited about what goes down at the Peach Jam. The uh, the reason is easily described. Two words, D and fence. Then we're going to talk about IU football a little bit, and what reasonable expectations are, and how we should perceive Tom Allen as the architect of that program, the leader of that program, the CEO of that program, and, and how maybe we can enjoy this football season without thinking about winning so much. We'll do that. Hey, at Indiana, I think they teach a course in enjoying football Saturdays without worrying too much about wins. And that course, it's a non-credit course, but hey, it's a hell of a lot of fun to complete. At least it was when I went. In 1984, IU went 0-11. We had a hell of a good time in uh, the fall of 1984. This is Breakfast with Kent for Thursday, July 6th, 2023, brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Jared Johnson's awesome. Hey, he's been to our house four times. He's done great work. Here's the thing. People send comments and they're like, hey, you've had a plumber to your house four times. Uh, Who built your house? Upgrades. It's not just fixing stuff. It's upgrading things, fixtures, bathrooms, that kind of thing. Jared Johnson, really good at all of it. Hit that subscribe button. Punch the like button. Comment if you like. I love the comments. I reply to almost all of them. I definitely read all of them, and I enjoy all of them. Whether we disagree or not is unimportant. That we talk about it and and enjoy the conversation, that's what's important. And we do that here at a really, really high level. If you want to make a donation, make a donation. Look, here's how it works. You make a donation, I get your comment or co- or uh, question in a tidy little box where I can read it easily. I see it, I read it. You do that, I answer it. Uh, the other's like, good morning, everyone, from Spooks Hill. Joe, I got to pay attention to see that, and I'm already talking and paying attention to what I'm saying. If you understand what I'm saying, that keeps me from answering every single comment, but I do appreciate them all. Let's talk about col- the Colts. Let's let's get real about the Colts for a minute. Look, here's the thing. Two things are important as we talk about this first item. The, the first is that Anthony Richardson and Shane Steichen are both in their first year in their position. 
with an NFL team. Shane Steichen, first year as a head coach. Anthony Richardson, first year as a rookie. Historically, that's not a good combination. But of course it wouldn't be because you don't change your quarterback and change your coach following a good season. So the, the, the kind of the arc of the team is already set. The, the trip is already proceeding down a really, really bad road. And somehow you got to hang a U. And that's what happens. That's the reset that occurs when a team changes its coach and changes its quarterback. So as people tell you, well, look, uh, rookie quarterbacks only win 39 or 35.9% of their games that first season unless they come in and replace an injured quarterback. Well, of course, or they wouldn't be replacing a quarterback. If a team is rolling, you don't replace the quarterback unless the guy retires suddenly like a Tom Brady or a, hey, a Phillip Rivers, an Andrew Luck. That's what happens, all right? You got a guy who retires, you replace him. That's a little bit different. This is a bad team that has drafted a quarterback early. This is rarely a recipe for immediate success. So don't be too down about the Colts for doing that or too down about the Colts' process and, and their potential results as they do that. Here's one thing that is a little bit troubling and we talk about injury issues with the Colts quite a bit, and people say, why the Colts always got so many injured guys? Not last year they didn't. The Colts' offense ranked 32nd. That's last in the NFL. But they had the lowest games lost to injury. As a result, you know what? It's likely water finds its level. Water finding its level means that the Colts are going to have more injuries in all likelihood moving forward unless they've figured out with their training staff how to prevent injuries at a level that no other NFL team has or few of them have. Only two others have. If water seeks its level, the Colts are going to have to find help in depth. And the Colts starters aren't very good. The depth is not very good. The depth might be better comparatively than the starters, but still, that's not so good. You're not starting your lesser players and bringing your better players off the bench. At least not a sane organization would do such a thing. The defense, here's another thing. This is really not so good. The defense had a 29.8% pressure rate and allowed a 47.3% success rate on dropbacks both in the bottom 10 in the NFL. Low pressure, rookie cornerbacks this year. It isn't Isaiah Rodgers and Stephon Gilmore anymore or Brandon Faison. It is Juju Brents, rookie. Darius Rush, rookie. Yeah, you, got, you got some untested dudes out at quarterback, plus a front four which returns intact but without Yannick Ngakwe, you did pick up uh, Samson Ekebon, uh, which is potentially a good thing. He did get a lot of pressures when he was with the 49ers, but the 49ers also had a terrific scheme and a terrific front four. So uh, this is a, a recipe for a similar result from a pressure perspective, and then the cornerbacks likely to get picked on that is not a robust combination for defensive success. Um, you know, it, it, there's no need to worry about it, though. 
Because, hey, all the Colts need is for Anthony Richardson, Juju Brents, Josh Downs, Blake Freeland, Darius Rush, Evan Hall, and the rest of that draft class to, uh, you know, kind of outperform expectations. If you can get that 12-person draft class or eight people within that draft class to outperform expectations, you got a chance to do some real things. Could it be that Chris Ballard got things so right that the this team rebounds from 4-12-1 and one and gets into play, playoff contention in the month of December? And that's really what we want, right? We want to get into December with some hope. So the Colts are fun to watch on TV, and it's not a slog fest. Uh, you know, getting to like December and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Got to watch another Colts game this Sunday. 17 Sundays full of Colts. I can't wait. Sundays. I don't like Thursday night games. I don't like Monday night games. Sunday night games, I kind of, I'm okay with. But 15 Sunday one o'clock games, one Sunday at 930 game from uh, Germany, and then the others a Sunday afternoon game. This is the best schedule in the history of schedules. I love it. This is what happens when you're 4-12-1. and one. They don't put you on prime time. I love that. I don't want any more 4-12-1, but being on prime time is a pain in the ass. It, you know what? Getting up to do a morning show here and a morning radio show, difficult after a football game ends at 11.30. All right, let's talk about Trace Jackson Davis. Trace Jackson Davis, the 57th overall pick in the NBA draft, just signed a deal guaranteeing his first two years of salary. That is a great result for Trace Jackson Davis. I think he's going to find his way out of the floor. He's going to be a rotational player for the Golden State Warriors. And, and I think he's going to bring stuff to the table that the Warriors need. They've got the two best shooters maybe in the history of the NBA. They don't need Trace Jackson Davis to shoot the basketball really well from 25 feet. Go inside, do the rugged, dirty work, be the utility guy with the tool belt and a hard hat, get down there, get bang your head on knees, go get loose balls, and be a force for good and a guy who lifts for the 10, 12 minutes that you spend on the floor. That is the way Trace Jackson Davis is going to earn his living for the next 10 years if he's willing to do it. Let's talk about Peach Jam. The Peach Jam taking place in South Carolina. These events, you know what you don't see at these events? You don't see defense. And if you don't see defense, can you trust the offense that you see? Are you just recruiting at this point traits? Yes, you are. Height, length, jumpiness. You, you try to assess a little bit how a guy's going to be able to shoot at the college level, how the guy moves at the college level, maybe his understanding of the game of basketball, maybe his his process and, and his fundamental acumen regarding the game of basketball. That's what you see. And and one thing I don't like, they, they talk about Cooper Flagg and Cameron Boozer both being generational prospects in the same class. You can't be a generational prospect in the same class. If you're both in the same class, you can't be generational. It doesn't make sense. Uh, Trent Sisley is there. Gerald Harrelson from Fishers is there. Um, you, you got Jaden Mustaf, uh, Austin Schwartz, uh, Teron Stokes, Trey McKinney, Darius Acuff at the Peach Jam. Hopefully, Mike Woodson gets some of these guys, in particular Sisley and 
uh, Harrelson because they're Indiana guys. You got to start recruiting Indiana at a high level. If you can't recruit Indiana high level, you cannot sustain success at Indiana because you're not going to be able to out Duke Duke. You're not going to be able to out Duke or out Kentucky Kentucky or out Kansas Kansas. But you can out Indiana Purdue. Purdue out Indiana Indiana. They're winning Big Ten titles by doing that. That has got to stop. Indiana has got to lock down at least Indy South in the recruiting war with Purdue. And don't let Michigan State come back in here and start sniping recruits. Don't do it. Xavier Booker, Gary Harris, Chris Hill, lots of the or Ohio State. Don't let Chris Holtman back in this state. Don't let him do it. Uh, what are reasonable expectations for Indiana football? Three and nine? I don't know. I don't think they're going to a bowl, but they, they, they could, I suppose. It is the fact that Indiana football is entering its final season as a part of the divisions in the Big Ten. This is the last year Indiana is going to be in the Big Ten East. So it's the last year that they're going to play Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State every single year. Next year, they don't play Ohio State or Michigan. That's going to be awesome. I love getting rid of the divisions in the Big Ten. Does that help Tom Allen? Because Tom Allen right now can throw up his hands and say, look, you know what? We would love to beat Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State, and we have beaten Michigan and Penn State in the last five years. However, it is really, really difficult to beat those teams every year, and Indiana flourishing as a football school is going to be difficult as long as that's the case. We are not a top 10 program. We all get that. I understand that. Does that give Tom Allen another year's grace as maybe this team winds up underperforming? Plus, you do have the transfer portal. We don't know exactly what Indiana's gotten via the transfer portal or what uh, the growth of players within the program is going to provide. We do know this, that the two guys were teaching guys how to run really fast at Indiana, those guys going to Alabama, that hurt this program. Speed is really, really helpful. It's a good thing in football. And Indiana lost it when those two guys wandered to Tuscaloosa. We'll see what happens. We've got to find a way to have fun on football Saturdays, despite the fact that Indiana might not be a very good football team this year. We are really good at that. We are a championship school and a championship bunch of students and alums where it comes to football Sundays without winning. We have a great time always in Bloomington on football Saturdays. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? The great Nick DiGilio, uh, who is still at WGN and doing a great job, and I'm so happy he's still there. Richard Searles, happy birthday. Toby Cavoyan, Eric McMillan. Amy Howard, happy birthday. Scott Strange, Charles Shoemate, the great Ron Lee, happy birthday. The great Aaron Torres, celebrating a birthday. Tina Wenger and Terry Myers, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Cubs won last night. They came back in the top of the ninth to put down the Milwaukee Brewers. And a baby. Go Cubs, I guess. I mean, they got no chance, but we root for them anyway. They've taken two in a row from the Brewers and broken the hearts of Wisconsin baseball fans. That's got to be worth something. 
We'll talk to you later today. And and on the radio, coming up next, w, on WGCL, Bloomington's Voice, I'll be talking at 7.07 until 9 o'clock. We're doing 101 today. Basic level life lessons all morning long on WGCL. Go to WGCLradio.com, click to listen. Go back yesterday, Dan Dockich and I did an episode of My Two, or Two Big Brains. Just search Two Big Brains in the YouTube search field. Up we pop. It was awesome. High-level intellect and insight being exercised by men with large heads. That I promise. The large head part.